Hi, this is Nan Maslin from the Anderson Abruzzo Albuquerque International Balloon Museum. You're listening to the Dr. Sky Experience on Talk Radio 77, WABC. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Dr. Sky Experience, heard exclusively on Talk Radio 77 WABC. If you like to talk about WABC, it's literally the crown jewel of radio, the iconic 77 WABC, beaming out from New York City, around the nation, around the world, and I'm sure out into the cosmos. For those of you that are newcomers to the Dr. Sky Experience here on Talk Radio 77 WABC, Content is from the great realms of astronomy, space, aviation, and weather, with celebrity guests in the mix, and stories of American exceptionalism. And today, ladies and gentlemen, the beautiful state of New Mexico, the land of enchantment, an amazing series of events will be happening once again, an annual event, an amazing balloon fiesta that people from all over the world will come to. And today to talk about the legacy and history, not only of the museum that we're going to be talking about, but also of the event itself is Museum Director Nan Maslund. She's joining us here on the Dr. Sky Experience, and welcome. Good afternoon to you, Nan. Thank you for spending some time with us. Good afternoon to you. Oh, we're so excited to have you about this amazing event. Nan, just in case people are not familiar with what happens in Albuquerque during this very beautiful time of the year, every year, describe the Balloon Fiesta and a little bit of the history of it, because this has been going on quite a long time, correct? Absolutely. Well, if you aren't familiar with our fine state of New Mexico, then you may not know that fall is the most beautiful time of year here. And there is no better time to visit than during the Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta, which got its start in 1972, 51 years ago. It started as a vision by Sid Cutter, who was a pilot who had taken an interest in hot air balloons, which were just beginning to become available. Um, and he organized a group of balloonists, and there was 13 balloons that showed up at a parking lot at the mall, um, of all places, Coronado wow. Mall. And um, they expected a small crowd, and hundreds of people showed up. And that's when he knew he was on to something. And it just really took flight, so to speak, since then. Every year, it's grown bigger. It's grown more beautiful. There, It is now a nine-day festival um, from the first Saturday of October through the second Sunday of October. Wow. And we are gearing up for it now. And the skies are blue and the sun is shining. And we are just so looking forward to what this season has to offer. Well, then it's very exciting. I spent some time in my life living in Albuquerque and going to school at the New Mexico State for a good number oh, of wow. years. But the point, well, the point is the land of enchantment, as you know best, and I look up the word enchantment, and obviously for people out there, that'll give us the opportunity to dig into this deeper, and they certainly will. Enchantment to me is magic and mystery. So what is it, in your opinion, about the state of New Mexico? I mean, look at the beauty all over the place. And it's a place not only to come to the International Balloon Fiesta, but there's just so much history and so much beauty. But in your mind and your way of describing it, describe to you what the land of enchantment means. 
Mm. Well, I'm looking out my window right here, and I have this tremendous view of northern New Mexico. Of course, we're in Albuquerque, but I'm looking out at the Jemez Mountains, and beyond that are the Sangre de Cristo Mountains in Santa Fe. Um, We have the biggest sky. We have the kindest people. We have just so much to offer. And I think that, you know, when we're thinking about ballooning, yes, of course, there is the science of it. But I think your definition that includes magic when you're talking about the land of enchantment and the definition of the word enchantment is so spot on for our state. Looking out the window from my office, I can see the Sandia Mountains, which are the Albuquerque Mountains, the Jemez Mountains, which are just north of us, and I can even see the Sangre de Cristo Mountains uh, up in Santa Fe. We have such a beautiful landscape, and when it fills with balloons, yes, it is all about science, it is all about buoyancy, density, and good weather, but there is just no other way to describe it other than it is pure magic to get to see 600-plus balloons in the sky in those cool October mornings uh, floating above you. It's described as a canopy of color lifting over your head, and it just inspires this feeling of childlike wonder that I've never experienced anywhere else. Wow, Nan, that says it just exactly as I would imagine as I'm reading this from a great novel and a story. You've done an excellent job in this. And I'm just finishing a book myself here, always interested in the early aeronauts from way back in the early days when the French balloonists, as you know, we can talk about that, all the way up to these historic balloon flights, both military and now moving up to space. The book entitled Falling Upwards by Richard Holmes. An interesting quote in here describing, in addition to what you've just told me, that the entire concept of ballooning and what's it like. Joseph Montgolfier, as we know from 1782, I quote, a cloud in a paper bag, end quote, to describe even the most simplistic of paper balloons way back when. But this is interesting because I'd like to know more about this museum. When did it start? Obviously, the official name, I hope I have it right, Anderson Abruzzo, Albuquerque International Balloon Museum. Describe the legacy and history of the Balloon Museum, because this is going to be exciting, not only for people that are going to be listening to this interview, but those that are headed there, and maybe many people that are listening, they're already, you know, pre-planned their destination is Albuquerque in the crosshairs. Describe the museum history. Absolutely. So, yes, you've got the name correct, uh, that Anderson Abruzzo Albuquerque International Balloon Museum, and it was founded during Balloon Fiesta in October 2005, so we are now about to turn 18 years old as a museum, and the legacy of the museum is really about these two balloonists, um, Maxie Anderson and Ben Abruzzo, who took on these daring feats of record-breaking flights and had so many things to share and and discover, Um, and with that, they had these incredible collections they wanted a home for as well. And so the families got together and the Anderson Abruzzo Albuquerque International Balloon Museum Foundation was created to support their endeavors. And it spans beyond just these two explorers to really cover the whole history of ballooning 
from the early with the Montgolfier brothers, as you mentioned. Um, you know, their family owned a paper company, and they used mm-hmm. that paper to create the most beautiful balloons. They um, they thought that it was the smoke that they noticed smoke rose, and so they um, thought it was really just as much soot as you could get. They didn't realize it was the heat until later, but um, that was the first time they lifted off. And uh, of course, the first passengers were not people, but they were a duck, sheep, and a rooster. And when Whoa. they came down safely, they knew that uh, it could be safe for, for people to fly as well. So it wasn't too long after that that people took their first flights. And then, yes, as you as you say, there's there's been exploration in military, um, science, and we've gone up to the stratosphere in a gas balloon. And um, just so many wonderful exp- ex- discoveries have happened, and you can learn so much about them at our museum. And our location couldn't be better this time of year. We are really right in the backyard of Balloon Fiesta. Um, this is 76 acres of, of land um, right outside where the balloons launch, and we are just south, and so on a perfect day, the balloons come right to our lawn and then take off um, out, into the, out into the unknown in Albuquerque and land in about, about an hour later. This is exciting. We're conducting an interview today here on the Dr. Sky Experience here on Talk Radio 77. WABC out of New York, around the nation, around the world. The crown jewel of radio, as we like to call it, man. This, of course, the iconic 77 Talk Radio. WABC. 99 Decision Street. 99 ministers meet. To worry, worry, super scurry. Call the troops out in a hurry. And this is what we waited for. This is it, boys. Maslin, she is the museum director of the museum that we're talking about, the Anderson Abruzzo Albuquerque International Bureau Museum. And what's fascinating is, folks, if you're listening to this archive in real time right now when we put it up, and also on our live programming, we, of course, encourage you to head to the west if you're coming from the east or wherever you're coming from. The Balloon Fiesta this year, if I'm correct, man, October 7th through the 15th. But what do we have? We have something even more incredible from the world of astronomy. Nothing could be more incredible than the ballooning events. But now we're talking about an annular eclipse of the sun, and that's something that you and I have been talking about. And our company, myself, we're privileged and honored to be part of a special night that's going to occur, I believe, on Thursday, the 12th of October, just before the eclipse, a special steam night, education. Describe this event in education because now we're opening up the gates to not only adults, But the children, those of the future, the scientists and technicians and all those that are going to learn so much more and take us to the stars. Well, what's that event about? Right. We call this event an event for curious minds of all ages. And we have these quarterly. This one is happening during Balloon Fiesta. And we are focusing, as you mentioned, Dr. Skye, on the annular eclipse that is coming up on this Saturday, the second Saturday of Balloon Fiesta. That's October 14th. But this evening, the STEAM night on Thursday, October 12th, we are going to be working with NASA, 
NOAA, the National Science Foundation, and several local partners to educate our visitors on what it's like to experience an annular eclipse, how to view it safely, how to make um, solar viewers, and just really learn everything there is to know about what an annular eclipse is and and uh, just gear up for that really exciting event, which will be coming on that Saturday. Um, and I like somebody, somebody just said to me, well, a balloon fiesta and an annular eclipse won't happen again for at least another 300 years. So that Absolutely. gives you an idea of how special this, this event really is. Well, we're uh, you know, honored to be partnering with you folks and providing some of this you know, play-by-play for the eclipse itself. But I wanted to mention the severity and the importance that people need to go out and get the proper solar glasses when they're viewing this. And from our side of the equation, for our listeners here on Talk Radio 77 WABC, the Dr. Sky Experience, we're proud to offer with our partner available solar glasses, the ISO certified glasses. So folks can go to the website, TSE17, just TSE17.com and learn how they can get these solar glasses way in advance of the eclipses. And not only for this one, man, as we also know, another major event, though this one would be a total solar eclipse, April 8, 2024. But we're so excited to be partnering with you and the museum and all the great people that are coming to learn about what's in the heavens. This will be an exciting event. So a little bit more about the eclipse. This is part of a thing called Seros. These are repeating cycles of eclipses that happen around 18 years. This is Seros 134, the eclipse that's happening on the 14th there in Albuquerque and across the nation as a partial, or otherwise if you're in the path of annularity. But this is the first of 71 eclipses that took place starting back in June of 1248 AD. And the last one of these will occur on August 6th of 2510. That's a long time away. So the reason I mention that in some detail is that this is such an important event. And if you're interested, folks, and I know everybody is, the start of the eclipse in Albuquerque will be 9.13 a.m. Mountain Daylight Time, maximum eclipse of annularity, 10.36 a.m., and sadly, it all ends at 12.09 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time. And then we get four minutes and 46 seconds of seeing this ring of fire. So we're all excited to be part of it. But back to you in the museum. I mean, for years, I had a relationship, a very close working relationship, with Colonel Joe Kittinger, who, as you know wow. better, the listeners yeah. may not know. Describe this man, because what he did back in 1960, I mean, I miss him, and I, and I almost don't want to get gushing on this interview, but every year, man, we would go down to his home in Florida, and we oh. would spend time with Colonel Joe, but let me hear it from you, because his, his event that he did back in 1960 is really a testimony of almost what, the impossible, moving out into the stratosphere and beyond. Right, absolutely, and I'm so glad you brought up Colonel Joe Kittinger. I would, I would uh, like to, you know, I would always talk to him and and say, you know, Colonel, and he would say, just call me Joe. He just had this warmth and this kindness and this generosity. He was a friend to the Balloon Museum. He made amazing contributions both to the history of this, you know, ballooning and the discoveries, yes. um, and and then also to the Balloon Museum itself. He just had this incredibly generous 
spirit. He didn't know a stranger. And he was so happy to talk about all of his experiences. And before he passed, we had a wonderful opportunity to interview him. And he was talking to us about that 1960 flight um, where he took off from southern New Mexico and made it up into the stratosphere. And um, of course, he was an adventurer. He was somebody who, no matter what the question was, his answer was yes. And yes. he did not let anything stop him, even when his his hand started to swell up because of the pressure. He did not mention that um, to the you know radio control. He just kept going, and um, just the the way he described you know jumping out of that capsule and and spinning. I cannot even imagine what that felt like. Right. But to remain calm and to have that kind of training that he had gone through and the nerves of steel that he must have had um, to do this in the name of his country, um, you could just feel the pride that he had in what he had done for, um, for, for science exploration, for military um, understanding. He just was there for it. And, Absolutely. Um, we just felt very, very fortunate that he was so willing to share his stories with us. And we have um, a replica of him in the museum uh, in that flight where he is um, falling from space. And um, it's, yeah, it's one of the things you really shouldn't miss when you come to the Balloon Museum. Well, man, on the issue and subject of the Balloon Museum itself, give us a good estimate. And we, we want to take our time and see in the exhibit. So what would you say is a fair amount of time for somebody not to rush through there? And I think sure. that's a fair question because how much, you know, how do you see the whole museum? I mean, your guess and best guesstimate is what kind of time should they at least allocate for this if they're going to do that? If you're going to come for during Balloon Fiesta, once you've had the experience of being down on the lawn and you're looking for a different kind of experience, I would encourage you to come to watch balloon, the balloons from our museum. Come in the morning. We have food trucks and coffee trucks. You can grab your breakfast burrito, which for New Yorkers is just <laughs> one of the biggest delights you can find in New Mexico. Green chili. You cannot miss the green chili when you're here. Uh, so come for <laughs> breakfast burrito. Grab a coffee. Um, grab, bring, your, bring your blanket to relax on the lawn. Um, and then once the balloons have come down, then you can come and check out the museum. Museum, see our incredible exhibits. We have rotating exhibits and permanent ones. Um, we have one that features Ed Yost, who is known as the, the father of the modern hot air balloon, and he invented many of the safety features um, and patents that are part of our the all the balloons that are now used um, during Balloon Fiesta. And so you want to have at least an hour and a half to two hours of time to take it all in um, if you're not in a rush. The other thing I hear from kids is that our youth exhibit called Elevation Station is one of their favorite things to do. So if you have a family with people of all ages, there is something for everyone here at the museum. The kids don't want to leave the kid area. They they love, you get to launch, um, can, can launch balloons in our, in our uh, chase crew game. You can, pick up, um, you can pick up breakfast burritos, as we just mentioned, and uh, balloons in the chase crew game. You can learn about buoyancy and density. 
there is just so many fun things to do at the museum that you don't want to limit yourself too much. Uh, but if you do only have half an hour, come see what you can see. Take it in. Sure. Take in what you want. Um, you know, you can really spend as much time here as you would like. Yeah, and great information in the few moments we have left today. Thank you for your time ahead of time. But we want to mention something on a more somber note. I wanted to memorialize the life of Victor Prather, who, as you know, an aeronaut who sadly passed away. And in that era of exploration of the upper stratosphere, along with Joe that we mentioned and so many of the other aeronauts, and even the ones in history, from the Civil War observation balloons to all of that, just give us in closing, how do people get in touch with you as a website? And if you'd be kind enough to give us that information and tell us a little bit more about the hours of the museum in anticipation of what? A large number of people all coming to that location, Albuquerque, New Mexico. That's right. To find out more information, you can visit cabq.gov slash balloon. That stands for City of Albuquerque Government um, slash balloon, cabq.gov slash balloon. To find out more information about our museum, our hours during Balloon Fiesta are different than our hours during uh, regu- the rest of the year. We are open 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day of Balloon Fiesta, with the exception of the day of the annular eclipse. We're going to open at 6 a.m. But during the rest of the year, we're open Tuesday through Sunday from 9 to 5. Well, man, I'm excited to be part of this event with the, our Dr. Sky team and your kindness there with the folks that represent the museum, yourself, obviously, as the museum director. And in closing, we wanted to give a little bit of a quote and a shout out to an ancient aeronaut, or I should say not necessarily ancient, but of the old school days, Charles Grain in 1868 said, and I quote, I am an ancient mariner of the upper atmosphere, end quote. Apropos for our interview today here with man as she continues to talk with this amazing subject. This subject, ladies and gentlemen, will continue to go on and grow. A great study in the other side of the world of aviation, Dan Maslund. She's the museum director, as we've mentioned proudly before, of the Anderson Abruz of Albuquerque International Balloon Museum. I want to thank you for your time as you're listening to us here on the Dr. Sky Experience, proudly on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Simply the crown jewel of radio, broadcasting out from New York, around the nation, around the world, and I'm sure out into the cosmos. Man, we say this, we haven't taken this line from anybody, but I think you would agree. Dr. Sky reminds everybody to always remember to keep their eyes to the skies as I work hard every day to be our humble navigator on the highway to the heaven. Thank you, Nan Maslin, for a great interview about a great subject that I'm sure people will literally have lots of fun in experiencing the Balloon Fiesta and Museum. Thank you. We will see you in Albuquerque. 